Thank you for listening in right now. Glad to have you here. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's connect online. You can reach Greener Thoughts by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in each episode's show notes. You can do so via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Well, hello, welcome back for those who are coming back to the program and for those who are a little bit new, uh, welcome. So we're going to just jump in to the segment up next uh, because there aren't any official announcements for this podcast episode. So we're going to jump into headlines from the hemispheres. As you may know, it is the segment where we talk about briefly environmental news all across the globe and some interesting uh, content and stories from all over. The first headline is all about polar bears and how uh, global warming climate change plays a part in what's to come for them. So most polar bear populations likely to collapse by end of century if global warming continues. I found this story on Environmental News Network, ENN.com, and I love it. It is out of Canada, uh, where the research took place for the study, and it's from the University of Toronto Scarborough, uh, exactly. And so it was focused, the study was focused on po- uh, polar bear populations and warning us that if global warming continues in the trends that it will, uh, at the current pace as is, then they're going to be in, t- in collapse uh, with their numbers. So the study uh, focused on uh, timelines of the Arctic sea ice loss and how it's going to affect polar bears and their ability to reproduce and survive um, because they're they're going to eventually, if things don't change, they're going to have to endure longer periods without food, uh, which is uh, unproductive to their survival, of course. They're known for eating uh, seals. That's a that's a constant mainstay in, as part of their diet, and they can only catch it when there's sea ice available, when there's sea ice present. So if there are um, patches of ice that um, are, are melting uh, faster than uh, they can you know muster, they can handle, then they're going to suffer consequences of eating less and eventually uh, put on less weight and have a fasting as a consequence uh, from them not eating enough a seal. Next is a, a story piece about t- recent technology and a new material developed um, by scientists. So scientists develop new material for longer-lasting fuel cells, and ScienceDaily.com had this story, and this was out of England, out of Queen Mary University of London and another university, and they focused mainly on graphene, which made in a specific way does wonders for making hydrogen fuel cells for cars. As we know, this is a particular uh, expensive piece uh, for modern cars that happen to be hydrogen powered. But in a new um, in a new study within the journal Nanoscale, the 
the scientists were making the graphene uh, very, very much uh, special with this scalable technique that they say can develop hydrogen fuel cells um, faster. And the researchers were out of, uh, like I mentioned, Queen Mary University of London and also the University College of London, UCL. And with their technique they made, they described it as having the graphene being decorated with platinum nanoparticles. It's, it's high quality and it can also be used to uh, scale up uh, for mass production. So that's a really big win uh, for this uh, particular application. Next and lastly is a story out of Mexico City and how the coronavirus um, has impacted uh, one a particular uh, type of making uh, produce uh, within Mexico City. In Mexico City, the coronavirus is bringing back Aztec era floating gardens. Grist.org had that story, and this is out of Mexico because we're talking about Mexico City. So, uh, Chinampas are these floating gardens, very beautiful. They were built in the time of the Aztecs, and these were used to feed the growing numbers of people of the Aztec um, civilization. But today, uh, these are very few in numbers, and only there are about 20% or so of them, uh, and of the almost 5,000 acres uh, of the Chinampas are in use, so not that much but only a smaller percentage, about 3%, is used for farming uh, exclusively. So because of the coronavirus pandemic worldwide, uh, it is uh, drawing uh, many different solutions to the forefront. And in Mexico, uh, they're interrupting their industrial ways of making food, and smaller farmers are scaling back and thinking of increased uh, ways to boost production, but they're doing so with the chinampas and they're rehabilitating abandoned uh, chinampas and and filling them with fresh food, uh, local food, and making that demand possible from the local uh, Mexican population. So the word chinampa is uh, really uh, an old word from a, a particular um, type of people, but um, it is used to describe a hedge or a fence made of reeds. And it's used uh, at the bottom of a, it, with, on the canal, and there's mud from the bottom of the of a canal that is used, uh, and, and it's, it's used to um, pile into the, the fencing and the vegetation um, that is along a canal, and until it reaches the surface, it creates this lovely, fertile um, environment to grow crops and to make it irrigated um, as, a, as a place to grow vegetation. So all you need to know is that Achinampa is a place where fresh uh, vegetables, fruits can grow successfully. Uh, you've got the mud there uh, from uh, the canal and you've got the water there and you've, you've got a place where uh, food can grow nonetheless. And with that method, it's super effective, and those who practice um, growing fruits and vegetables and other produce um, and such, with chinampas, they see so much growth. Um, you could create essentially seven harvests per year, so it's a really productive method for growing food. This 
topic that we're going to dive in for the podcast episode is a fun one because it's really useful in its application. For anyone who loves gift giving, you will love these tips from Tree Hugger. And I really uh, thought it would be precious to uh, break down it because there's so many different uh, holidays and birthdays and, and, and celebrations with our friends, family, reunions, just other social gatherings, whether it's a, a holiday that's at the end of the year or a religious holiday or any event that calls for a present, I think that you'll really enjoy this topic at hand. And for those who are looking for uh, ways to wrap gifts that uh, maybe you hadn't thought of before or you want an, another use for something that you have uh, lying around that you want to put to good use in another way, then uh, for decorating your gifts and if you're really good at gift giving, then you can do so the green way with all these different ways to wrap gifts and what to wrap them with. So we're going to dive in at all the ways you can wrap your gifts, uh, specifically looking at the the types of um, wrappings that you can have for your gifts, for your presents that you're giving away. So we're going to look at 11 eco-friendly ways to wrap your gifts. And the first is with fabric. Now fabric, uh, there are so many different types. You could use scarves, you could use bows, you could use ribbons. Um, essentially to decorate uh, in addition to fabric you could use tea towels handkerchiefs anything that happens to be cloth um, something durable Um, even if you you could maybe napkins you know make sure that they're super durable but this is a way to uh, make the gift pretty uh, and especially to uh, the uh, the gifter um, or the, the the gifter um, and they, they, they want something that, that means something. And so you could, you know, gather fabrics from a store or someplace like a thrift store, any place where you can easily get fabrics on hand. This is precious. Um, if you, if you know someone who loves maybe houndstooth, uh, fabric or they love polka dots or they love stripes, this is great because you can find those fabrics, uh, in a place that, you know, has them inexpensively and that you can use to wrap um, upon your gifts and that you're going to, of course, give away. Now, number two are old maps and newspapers. Now, for the geographer in you, maybe you would definitely uh, enjoy uh, this or, or maybe you're in, you know, archi- an archivist and you love uh, old pieces of newspaper or, or old clippings. Um, but that could be useful at another time. But clippings, maybe not so much because you want something whole to wrap gifts in. But if you um, may take, for example, National Geographic maps, the old kind or vintage pieces, maybe from Old Bay, um, from, um, from eBay, not Old Bay, but from eBay, then you will likely enjoy this because you can sort of, um, you know, Uh, put them one on top of each other. You don't necessarily need too much glue or a tape, um, but if you need some, just put it, of course, on the sides, but you can make this uh, really come alive. You can make maybe a themed gift with all these maps and newspaper clippings or something of that sort. Um, And, you know, on social media, there were a few um, different uh, places I went to online searching about um, different... Um, things to decorate with the gifts and they were saying that on social media like on Instagram that people love using newspaper 
um, for wrapping. So it's a hit and a lot of people really love it. So you may be um, surprised with, you know, the next time you're giving a gift that the person that you are giving the gift to really loves it and they find it nostalgic or they're just in love with it. So it's a good idea. Old maps and newspapers. Number three are other types of papers. Now, these aren't your traditional types of uh, paper. So you may be um, into parchment paper. That's a great one. Wax paper, uh, writing paper, maybe notebook paper. Uh, some other type of paper that's that's unconventional uh, when you're thinking of using it to wrap. Uh, definitely, uh, you may have these on hand, maybe from your kitchen, maybe in the office, some other type of uh, medium that is a paper that you can use to wrap your gifts. Number four are jars, tins, pouches, and dust bags. Um, I'm more into um, the materials like those of metal, glass, plastic, mainly the first two. But in, in any event, all those materials... Uh, you can find the bins, the containers for them, the jars, the tins, the, the pouches, even pouches. Uh, those really depend, but those are usually fabric or so. Um, but there's great, great um, reuse in uh, those materials. And sometimes you can have them for years and you're like, you know what, maybe I should gift this cookie tin uh, to someone else, you know, maybe for uh, sewing uh, supplies or something else, maybe for school supplies, something. But if you wrap that uh, in something else, like a a pouch um, that's useful and you could give it to someone else, give them that cookie tin uh, that they would use, um, you know, at a later time. Uh, Dust bags, dust bags are great because if you're not, uh, if you don't have the shoes that the dust bags um, were were in, um, or maybe for your purse, handbag, leather bag, men's bag, um, you could uh, gift that uh, to someone else um, as as a present in itself, or um, you could use it as a, a wrapping for a particular gift, something that fits nestled into that dust bag. Number five are uh, the inside out of uh, chip bags. Now, if you haven't uh, put your bags to use, uh, sending them to TerraCycle in New Jersey, then you may think of this as a last resort or good for something like sealed food or makeup bits like maybe lipstick or lip gloss or something really small or maybe uh, for other types of snacks, candy, something uh, that you can easily uh, wrap and tie off the inside out of the chip bags. You know, make sure that they're cleaned uh, if you really uh, want to go that far. Or if you maybe have um, product that's bad and you want to just empty out the chip bag, um, then that's a good idea. Uh, this is, you know, essentially um, making the um, outer part the um, inner part so the outside of the lace bag would essentially be on the inside and it's you know if it's clean or hasn't been eaten just dump out the product if it's you know you know crushed up or bad quality and you have some last minute uh, wrappings number six are your cloth produce bags now these come in so many different uh, types you have your durable kind uh, that are um, you know not going anywhere and going to be durable for many many years you have those that are netted you have your burlap uh, produce bags and you have so many other different types but no matter 
which uh, bag you're going for, just make sure that whatever you're putting into those bags, they fit comfortably in them and they are so useful even after uh, you've given the gift away uh, to someone, of course, that would love those bags. Those are great. Um, produce bags are amazing, so durable. Tote bags even can uh, be great uh, produce bags. So there's really endless uses for them. As long as you can carry them comfortably uh, in the bag, then you are good to go. Uh, number seven are baskets. Now baskets aren't just for eggs at the Easter holiday or even for the office break room on holiday. There are um, things that you can put in those baskets. You can put um, toiletries in them. You can put sweet treats, snacks, knickknacks, maybe um, some shirts or other types of clothing wrapped up though, like maybe in a, in a, in a yarn bow or another contemporary uh, reused or reused bow. And you can all, even make themed baskets uh, for the person that you're thinking of or you have in mind. Uh, you could make maybe a birthday basket or a, um, a, a birth, a recent birth basket, maybe for um, your friend or colleague or someone you know close to you who's recently given birth. Or maybe um, an, another type of basket that's themed. You know, maybe um, it's, it's for a holiday party or a graduation party. All these are great uh, themes and ideas um, around baskets. So whatever ideas you have, put them in a basket and make it fun. And, you know, giving away that basket is useful because people do use baskets for many uh, different things. Number eight are for children's artwork. Now, with children's artwork, if you have little ones, then you can definitely put their work uh, on display beyond um, the time that they took to make the art. So this is a great way to show off the kid's art, uh, whether it be from their first day at school, maybe they're doing art class at home, maybe they homeschool, you homeschool uh, with them. And uh, this could be great for um, using it as a birthday present wrapping. Maybe years down the line, you keep their artwork. And maybe five, ten years down the road, you are bringing up fond memories, essentially, with the wrapping of their gift uh, with that handy-dandy art artwork that they made when they were seven, when they were five. So really cute, quaint idea. Number nine are use, using boxes. Now boxes from uh, your uh, online shopping habits or maybe from some seasonal shopping, even jewelry boxes, any box you can use to uh, make um, some wrapping out of a potential gift. These are great for reuse, for repurposing even, uh, whether it's a small box, medium box, big box, you know, maybe if it's, it's, if it's big enough, it can be used as a kid's fort for those who have uh, little ones at home. Um, you can uh, make uh, them uh, useful for maybe if you have to move, if the box is big enough, you can put jewelry in them, you can st stow them away if you, you know, run out of maybe um, other containers that you use to, to stuff away things, maybe your music collection, maybe you have a big sturdy box. You know, maybe a, 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 a five foot by, you know, a three foot uh, box or a big enough box that holds something really, really big. You're repurposing it um, for something else. 
either way boxes are nifty they're handy and you can put essentially anything in them and you can uh, use them for gifting and uh, give them to someone else number 10 are the uh, use of clay uh, flower pots for wrapping gifts or for presenting a gift so uh, this um, is, a, is a way for you to fill up the container, whether you use a plant for the pot itself or you're filling the pot with something handy like candy or small toys or uh, art supplies or uh, a plant, essentially. Anything that is small enough to fit in a, a pot, you can do so um, in, in, in gifting away. And depending on the pot size, you can get away with almost anything. So anything um, you can, you know, essentially put in uh, the pot itself, maybe um, rubber art balls or um, just stress balls, for example, you can put those in the flower pot or you can uh, plant and give away aloe vera plants, anything that you can kind of muster and think of uh, to make the pot festive, really pretty. You can get away with decorating the outside you can do a lot with a pot. And lastly, number 11 is to simply not wrap. So you, you don't wrap the present in anything you could give it as is. Um, of course, stow away the receipt um, and keep that for yourself. Um, but you are giving the gift um, in its, its whole self and you uh, make sure that it's, it's nice and clean and, and primmed and it's, it's beautiful, no stickers, no, no anything, no, no price tags on the, on the edges because that is kind of tacky. So you, you want to give the gift um, of, of just itself and you know that's perfect too. Um, so you don't have any boxes or any um, uh, wrappings or any you know, sticky um, wrappings or tape or anything around the gift itself. You're just giving the gift bear, which is fine as well. Gift wrapping for me is a really fun because I love making sure that a gift or present is um, just as, as, as fine and just as special as the day when I was picking out the gift itself. Um, for me, whether it's a Christmas gift or a birthday present, I try to present it in a way that is memorable. Um, I, I don't cut corners when it comes to um, uh, making the gift special. And so I want to put as much love and, and tenderness and care into what it looks like. And I found that with all these different ways to wrap uh, gifts uh, nowadays, that it's, it's made more easy uh, than anything. And I, I remember uh, wrapping gifts when I was probably a little bit younger in newspapers because uh, there were so many that, you know, we, we, we would have at the house, um, you know, every day, every week or so. And those would be useful after a while. Um, and then I graduated to boxes and bows and ribbons um, and then the gift bags uh, to, of course, stow and use uh, for gift giving. But I really like that um, I have used um, and remembered some of the, the more memorable gifts I've ever gotten, which happen to have been in boxes or in baskets, even baskets that you may get from maybe a family member 
or a friend and it's a it's a, a gift basket full of all types of things. I love gift basket baskets as next uh as as much as the next person. And so there's really no limit to what you think of when you when you are trying to wrap a gift. You could wrap it in something um that you were gonna, you know, toss out and next thing you know it's a, a piece of memorable gift wrap. Um there are people who specialize in uh, gift wrapping uh, and they do so well, you know, they're professionals at it. It's a, it's a, it's a whole profession in itself. So there is a, a market, uh, to this. And if you really are um, passionate about it, you can probably make it a business if you, you know, so choose. So with wrapping gifts, there is a bit to it. There's a skill, there's an art to it, the corners of a, of a gift, the size of a gift. You don't want to you know, have too much rattling in the box or container. You don't want it to break. You want it to be sturdy and firm and uh, to hold its own. And then uh, you just want to be careful um, about, um, you know, potential reuse. You want to have reuse or the person to have reuse of the container, essentially. If it's not going to, um, you know, be discarded in the you know, potentially go to a landfill, you want them to have some reuse uh, for the wrapping. You know, whether it's paper, paper, if it's durable enough, it can be reused. If it's something like maybe holiday paper, maybe it's time to switch up your holiday paper, maybe. Um, I think um, it's important to think about wrappings um, because we don't know, you know, what happens all the time after the wrapping is done. Does it go into a landfill? Does it does it become a... Uh, uh, Reuse in another way uh, for another use. Um, wrappings like your boxes, um, baskets, even no wrapping at all. Those are, I think, pretty useful. And those are ones that I'm familiar with. But for, um, I think in the future, I'll use um, cloth produce bags because I want to buy more. Because I, I do have um, tote bags and other grocery reuse um, bags. Not the plastic kind, but the durable cloth uh, bags I have those um, and I want to be able to use the netted uh, ones too for produce uh, especially I do love the versatility of um, jars and tins pouches even because you can save those for other types of uses uh, I mainly use them for um, supplies I have for um, uh, other knickknacks jewelry essentially uh, sometimes pens, other types of uh, materials. Um, I have a, a big, um, uh, I have a big uh, movie theater um, cup that I use for my school supplies. One of them, and I just you know reach out and get my supplies whenever I feel the need. But that's just a reuse of a particular type of container. I'm not saying to gift somebody, you know, a movie uh, a theater a soda cup. But I'm saying there's reuse in objects, everyday items, and you can do so with your cookie tins and salsa jars, uh, of course, rinsed out and cleaned, and your pouches, pouches that you may get from jewelry or from, um, you know, other items that you may get online, really pretty. You can make them um, come alive and you can gift them to someone else that would, you know, take care of them too. I really hope that you, uh, you know, took great notes uh, on all these different types of gift wraps. And there are more uh, coming up, uh, especially in this link that I found that's really, really useful. 
um, for um, so many different types of ways to wrap gifts. And I think you'll enjoy it. And it's coming up soon. The Mother Earth Minutes is where we review, in the next few minutes, proactive things that we can all do to combat the issue in the episode and to protect Mother Earth. There is one, I think, issue in the episode, and that's just going against uh, wrapping your presents, your gifts, and all these different types of wraps. I've made it really easy to um, explore ways in all these different types of wrappings to look for ideas um, when it comes to wrapping your gifts. So we're going to um, you know, look at this link of how to uh, wrap your gifts in, in, in presents. Alternatively, some of the uh, links within the website are broken, sadly, because some of them may be old, but the, the key here is to look for all the different uh, ways that you can wrap your gifts. So there's paper uh, materials, yarn, cloth, other materials that they have uh, from the 52 different assortments. So please enjoy and hope that this will inspire you to branch off and really uh, be inspirational for you and to give you uh, ideas of how to wrap your gifts uh, for the future. So the link uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, talk about briefly is from DIYjoy.com and they have so many gifts of just how, so many ways of how to wrap your gifts. And there's 52 different links that they have. Uh, some of them are old, some of them are newer. And then there was another list that I think pulled from it. It was, it was um, made and constructed in 2020 around March or so, um, but it only had like maybe 25% of the uh, numbers on this list, on the, the 52 uh, item list. So I didn't provide that one, but for the first one, the first link from DIYjoy.com, I will link that in the episode notes in the description of this podcast episode so you can check it out. Um, it's useful for anyone, and if you can't find the link, um, then maybe you can search for the through with the picture um, or find um, better use with some other uh, materials. For So number two tip other than the website is to check out additional um, wrappings that you can use for your gifts. So these are anything from tote bags. Tote bags are amazing. I wish I could have got more tote bags as wrappings when I was younger because I loved having a bag. I'm a purse fiend to a little extent. Um, I don't have mass collections of, of purses, but I do have probably less than 10 or so. But I love them and I, I like tote bags too because you can carry so much in them, uh, whether it be books, papers, snacks, um, uh, you can uh, put uh, binders in them, etc. And you don't have to ruin your um, purse that you carry all the time. You can use a tote in addition to your purse, which sometimes uh, women, you know, we do use our purses and tote bags just to, um, you know, um, carry all that we need to. Some may say that we're a bag lady, but that's not true. We just like carrying stuff, and it just happens to be as a tote bag. So you can also use a recycled department um, store bags that happen to be of paper um, use. So um, those from Lord & Taylor, for example, or Chinos, 
or from maybe JCPenney before they had um, their plastic bags, any department store, Macy's even, if they have paper bags, um, those are great for um, using as uh, wrappings for gifts. And for um, any present, you can just put it uh, neatly within the Macy's bag or maybe you're using the bag as wrapping itself. Either way, you're using the bag in some type of way. Uh, aluminum foil is a nifty way too, especially if you have cards or any flat material, maybe um, a, a small book that's really thin, um, newspaper articles, anything small that you want to, small and flat, convenient enough to put in aluminum foil so it doesn't crease up is perfect. I remember, and I still remember um, even recently getting um, either money or you know cards from my grandma and they would be um, uh, lined uh, on the outside even and sometimes on the inside with aluminum foil and it, it's great for if you want that extra bit of security or if you're sending something in the mail so um, in addition to an envelope and some aluminum foil and maybe a piece of cardboard or something thick if you want even more um, bulkier secure, uh, security, then uh, aluminum foil is great for using for wrapping anything paper-like or a note or something that's really small and thin. Uh, sheet music paper for music lovers. You may be uh, in, in, uh, invested in uh, tons of uh, paper from uh, music books and they're kind of old, outdated, and you want some new use for them. Uh, this is perfect for anything uh, that's small and that you want to, of course, wrap um, with the music sheet paper. If the page is big enough, you can probably get away with wrapping it, uh, whether it's something round or small, um, you know, stickers, whatever you have that's small enough that you can get away with wrapping with music sheet paper, I think is a real win uh, for those, again, who are music lovers or, you know, those who teach maybe piano or had students back in the day and you have all these books. I think you you do well with wrapping presents and gifts and, and other materials that you can fit in that paper. Um, and you can use that uh, sheet, uh, music paper for wrapping, of course. Uh, next are, uh, you could use uh, stockings. So as a real stocking stuffer, you could use stockings uh, to uh, place your gifts uh, in. Those are great for candies or anything long and vertical-like um, and, and maybe some horizontal items, but mainly uh, you're stuffing the stockings literally uh, to capacity if you can get away with it. And it's, it's great to house the gifts uh, or presents to someone uh, that you're thinking of, especially during the holiday season. They're really nifty. And I wish that more people would talk about uh, using stockings because they are amazing, especially if you want to hide uh, items or maybe use a, um, a hide and seek technique with maybe little ones or maybe your, your, your grown um, adult um, friends, family, whomever, siblings, and you want to have some fun and bring some nostalgia back to your uh, younger days and you want to play hide and seek with some gifts and then be fun for the whole family, you could use the gifts and presents and stuff them in the stockings and they can find um, and seek uh, where their presents may be. Lastly, you can use ribbons for uh, wrapping gifts, presents that you may give to uh, someone maybe at the office or maybe your crush, 
you know, your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend. Otherwise, uh, you uh, would maybe have fun with this. For those who really love wrapping individual ribbons apart and want to keep the ribbons for even later, um, at a later time, then ribbons are a way to wrap your gifts and presents. fact of the day is that a widespread pause in commercial fishing during the coronavirus outbreak may allow some depleted fish stocks to bounce back. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club's Sierra Magazine in a July-August 2020 issue. The Eco Company Spotlight is where we review and hear about amazing environmental companies that have products and services that you may love, maybe have heard about, maybe haven't heard about. Uh, and I review some of my favorites and to have an amazing fresh new company. Maybe you've heard of, maybe you haven't, and I can't wait to get to talk to you about it. I've been doing a lot of reviewing um, since February 2019, and I love being engaged with these new companies and their products and services that I trust, and I want to share with you and make sure that you get the best uh, out of these companies, and I introduce some new uh, friendly ones, some new different ones, and I really hope that um, they satisfy what you're looking for and open you up to new possibilities in food and in their services that they offer. So the new company is called Tonomi, and they make uh, Witchell uh, drinks. So they were born and bred out of the notion of providing amazing healthy food, mindful food, and, and, and encouraging social interactions around their product uh, without compromising any of their values. So Witchell is, or Switchell is an amazing drink, uh, usually based in uh, apple cider vinegar, ginger, um, and citrus. And so their mission is to help you drink more thoughtfully, more mindfully, and especially in the ways that you go around uh, eating other types of food and drink uh, in your normal life. So Sonomi makes a, makes a Switchel, and Switchel is an all-natural apple cider vinegar and ginger-based drink, and it's packed with electrolytes and prebiotics. It is so tasty. And Sonomi products are, of course, dairy-free, all-natural ingredients, non-GMO as far as I can tell. There's no added uh, sugars or added types of artificial sugars even. And, of course, they have their recyclable containers, which the Switchel comes in. Now, they have their six-pack of Switchels, which you can find at uh, different locations, but they also sell them in singular um, containers, and they have them in flavors of lemon, orange, and turmeric, respectively. And uh, the ways that I enjoy Sonomi um, are to be refreshed. I want something on my palate that's so tasty, and I love turmeric. It's one of the flavors that I tried uh, when I first bought a can from the Made in DC store earlier within the year. And I fell for the taste, and I and I love that I I did because it's really refreshing. refreshing. 
uh, super bubbly and it's it's nice to know that these come in 12 fluid ounce cans if you want the six packs it's going to be a little bit uh, more and you can you know get them priced uh, on their site which is really convenient um, I would definitely love to try more flavors in the future and buy them online if I could um, definitely they're mainly great for lunch um, or maybe if you want to pick me up maybe for a snack something of that sort I wouldn't really suggest it for breakfast because it is um, that that pick-me-up sort of drink and it's kind of uh, tart in a little bit of ways because of the apple cider but when it hits you it's a really uh, crisp taste bubbly for sure depending on your flavor um, palette you may definitely love something a little bit more with zing so there's the lemon and then there's orange if you want something a bit tangy so they have uh, three flavors as of yet and I give it five out of five green thumbs up I can't really find anything wrong with it neither do I want to and I would suggest this to anyone in a heartbeat, especially if you want to uh, get your gut health in check, if you want something that um, isn't water, isn't sparkling, but is apple cider vinegar, and you've, you've, you've had apple cider vinegar drinks before, maybe you would fall in love with Sonomi and drink it as I have, and it's really, really good. Sonomi can be found uh, in different places. Mainly, you can find them in stores in the, the northeast part of the U.S. and also the mid-Atlantic region, like in New York. So they have them at different stores, and you can check online at their, at their site uh, for more um, information. So you can find them at Glenn's Garden Market, at Yes Organic Market, at The Wing, also at Whole Foods Market, so they're accessible there. Um, and you can also find them at Solid States Books, which is in uh, particularly D.C., and also at Elwood Thompson's Local Market. Um, but I would suggest uh, for those who are international or maybe out of the area or not even on the East Coast and you maybe can't find it at your uh, local Whole Foods Market, I would suggest going to Drink Sonomi, S-U-N-O-M-I.com, and then going to their Where to Find Us uh, page to uh, find their uh, drinks and uh, if you live in the DMV you know the uh, District of Columbia Maryland Virginia area or even in New York then you'll find uh, many places where you can find their products too just by going online uh, to the website drink Sonomi and then going to the where to find us page you'll find all the different locations uh, Sonomi can be found on their social media pages on the following platforms of Facebook at Sonomi Switchel. Uh, Switchel is S W I T C H E L. You can find them on Instagram at Drink Sonomi. That's Drink S U N O M I, all lowercase, all one word, and also on LinkedIn at Sonomi Switchel. Now to contact Sonomi, just go to the website again, which is Drink Sonomi, and then go to the Contact Us page uh, at the top or bottom of their website to go ahead and message them directly. I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. I thank you for listening. It kind of was a breeze to uh, get through and record, but not so much when it came to actually finding the resources I wanted and, and to just compile it. So uh, I really hope that you are, are taking the time to wrap your gifts and, and presents for those 
uh, that you may give away or maybe even for yourself and maybe for a future date um, that you're going to unwrap them uh, on uh, that you are considering uh, looking at all these different options and weighing them out and then picking and choosing which ways that you want to wrap your gifts and presents in the future. I really had fun with this uh, interesting episode because I don't really talk too much about um, alternative options for things like packaging, but uh, packaging is a huge market and there's so many uh, resources out there and companies that are willing to pay top dollar for people who are you know, engineers in packaging and product design. And so um, I think this will maybe get you started uh, if you're looking for eco-friendly, better ways instead of buying wrapping paper or additional um, types of materials to wrap gifts in, you know, maybe find what's around you to wrap your gifts in, whether that be a handkerchief or old uh, newspapers or a map or a box that you've been holding on for months and you're finding out a use for it. These are great alternatives to use in wrapping. Now, for all those who love Greener Thoughts and also want to, of course, support the podcast, there's many ways to do so. Uh, I always encourage rating the podcast episode because I do get uh, several ratings and all of them have been five out of five. So big ups there. Uh, and also sharing the podcast is a useful measure uh, for encouraging other listeners to listen to Greener Thoughts. For those who have money to spare and money to burn or just want to support the podcast uh, in a financial way, then you can do so easily. Um, I've had a few um, um, portions of other podcast episodes where I do insert the um, brief um, 30, 30 seconds or so clip of how to support uh, the Green of Thoughts uh, podcast here. So you can do so uh, on the anchor.fm uh, page forward slash uh, Greener Thoughts podcast. And you can go and click support. And there are many different options of donating. So you can do 99 cents per month or $4.99 per month or even $9.99 uh, per month. So that's $9.99. and also $0.99 per month. Uh, Either way, you can do so uh, by clicking support again at the anchor.fm link and uh, searching uh, for Green of Thoughts Podcast. That's where I'll be and you'll see all the um, episodes, the backlog there and ways to support the podcast. So thank you for clicking uh, onto this podcast episode and listening in and hopefully you share this, especially with those who wrap and gift so many things. This is super useful throughout the years and I hope you keep on coming back for more. Until then, uh, please uh, be sure to check out other podcast episodes and listen in more in the future for other upcoming topics in uh, you know, a few, um, you know, days from now or so. And until then, be safe and take care of yourself. Bye.